this week's XJ Talk Show, we hear about a Jeep dealer's one-of-a-kind display of a World War II Willys, and there's good news for the future of the Wrangler. Nikki G calls into the show for the first ever rebuttal to another segment contributor, and we of course spend a little time spreading that YouTube love around for a few of our subscribers. We hear about how our Halloween went, and I bring you guys up to speed on the engine swap in my 1998 Jeep Cherokee. And in our first ever no-code giveaway, we announce the winner of a Genius Boost Jump Starter during the return of Amazon You Bought What on the next XJ Talk Show. The XJ Talk Show is for entertainment purposes only. Any advice or information provided on this show should be verified by alternative sources prior to making any changes or modifications to your vehicle. We are not experts, just people that enjoy the Jeep hobby and don't mind talking endlessly about it. P.S. We love you. Hey, Stud, it's time for the XJ Talk Show. Now, here's my two favorite boys, Tony and Josh. <laughs> First week in G. Well, Jeep Wrangler enthusiasts can let out a sigh of relief, for now at least. According to a recent report from Automotive News, the next generation Wrangler will remain body on frame. I know you guys were a little bit nervous there because for a minute they were toying around with the idea of a unibody Wrangler, which, if you ask me, I think is just blasphemous. As a result, production of the 2018 Jeep Wrangler will remain at the Toledo, Ohio plant since the off-roader will continue to feature a body-on-frame architecture. Earlier this year, Fiat Chrysler CEO Sergio Marchione mulled uh, around a unibody Wrangler with an aluminum, uh, aluminum body implying that the Wrangler's production would have to be moved to another plant. Jeep mulls over aluminum, turbo engine for the next generation Wrangler for, well, we're just say down the road a little ways. That's right, I did say turbo Wrangler. While Jeep spokesman Todd Goyer declined to comment on the new Wrangler that is due in 2017, he did insist that it will be, quote, the most capable Wrangler ever. Just because production is remaining at Toledo doesn't make it a certainty that the next generation Wrangler won't move to an aluminum body. In fact, the American automaker is leaning towards it despite it's increased costs. You know, I'm really curious to see what, you know, is going to be making this thing the most capable Wrangler ever. Uh, you know, with the, the addition of the um, selectable lockers front and rear on the uh, on the um, Rubicons and stuff, I can't imagine they'd be doing much more to make it more capable other than maybe factory larger tires or maybe more suspension travel. I just don't know. I'd be curious to see what happens here in a couple of few years anyways. I'm thinking it's going to be more capable of being bent. Yeah, right. <laughs> It'll be very flexy in those frame and body and Taco. not so much suspension. Yeah. Well, there's a Jeep dealer that buries a piece of history. The Willys MB Jeep earned an icon status during World War II, as we've heard recently from Steve 4.3 LXJ in our Jeep Archive series. Thanks to its ruggedness, simplicity, and go-anywhere ability. Following the war, it didn't take long for the handy vehicles to be scooped up by the public, and a brand slowly grew around the vehicles that has continued to thrive for decades. Fast forward to present day where it's not uncommon for auto dealers to try and grab some of the magic of yesteryear by displaying classic models to connect customers with their brand's proud histories. Now Canadian Jeep dealer is taking that, na taking that notion to the extreme by actually making a vintage World War II Jeep part of its foundation. Bay King Chrysler Jeep in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada recently completed its new showroom and the franchise really wanted to show its dedication to the Jeep brand. 
As the dealer's general manager, Jamie Richter says the inspiration for the Jeep installation came from his brother, of all people, who became fascinated with a home that had a glass floor looking down into its wine cellar. Boy, that sounds nice, doesn't it? A company already had the 1943 Willys MB to display, but it had originally been planned to build a jungle gym around it for customers' kids. Well, that doesn't sound like a lawsuit in the waiting or cause to update your tetanus shots at all, does it? Now, the classic Jeep is literally in the floor as customers enter. Richter tells Autoblog that customer reaction so far has been fantastic. It's certainly a novel way to bring people into the showroom and seemingly a nice nod to not only Jeep, but the men and women who served in the war. Cool that they have a World War II Jeep, but I can't for the life of me figure out why they would put it underground instead of just displaying it on the floor with a velvet rope around it. Are they expecting some Luftwaffe bombers coming in soon or something? <laughs> I don't know. In any case, really cool concept. Definitely one of a kind. Uh, there are some pictures online. Uh, I highly suggest you guys uh, do a little bit of searching and go check it out because it is pretty unique. If you'd like to submit a story to be aired on This Week in Jeep or if you have a response to any one of our stories, uh, please give us a call or send an email to newstips at xjtalkshow.com. I like the idea of it being down below the floor. And I don't know how, if I would like a wine cellar worth a, a glass floor so that you could see down in there for the, the customer, not customers, your guests would be able to see your little rats running around or, you know, <laughs> the, or, or just the traps you had laid out for them, you know? So it'd have to be a pristine environment, I guess, to do that. But yeah, it's pretty cool where you walk in and you see the, see a Jeep down there. Kind of reminds me of, uh, what was it? That museum that was in demolition man. And, uh, I think, oh, uh, yeah. remember that where they, uh, they, I think, think they fell through the glass floor and they were down in and amongst the things if I'm remembering yeah. correctly. So that, that is pretty, that is a pretty cool idea. And uh, like you say, a nice, uh, tip of the hat to uh Jeep and uh, the soldiers that used that to, uh, uh, kick those Germans ass. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. I, and the pictures of this really are cool. I wish I could have, uh, shown you guys some of these, uh, but you know, that gives you a reason to, uh, you know, stop working for a little bit and pop over on Google and uh, go check out some images. And uh, nothing against our their, our German listeners. We love you guys because you guys aren't the same Germans that we were talking about <laughs> 60 years ago. <laughs> ah, I covered that, didn't I? I recovered from that, I think. XJTalk.com is where you go when you're not off-road. And now you can go to xjtalk.com when you're off-road too. Using your smartphone, install the Tap a Talk app, then search for XJ Talk. Take XJ Talk with you wherever you go. Jury duty, dinner with your spouse's parents, even, well, anywhere you need your XJ Talk fix. Aww. Hey, this is Tim from Jeep Tubes, and you're listening to the XJ Talk Show. Sometimes I forget when I change the video feed, it actually cuts the audio on that video feed at the same time. So that's why I was disappointed. I wanted to hear the flush to its, you know, to the very end. And right. whenever you flush, Josh, do you have to look in there to make sure there's no skid marks? I get in trouble. <laughs> I get in trouble if there's skid marks because that's just nasty. <laughs> that is nasty. <laughs> this is Richard Goatman Gautier with. Team Nashja, Petty Cash Racing, racing the 4643 Jeep Cherokee and Ultra 4, and you're listening to the XJ Talk Show. 
Today's podcast brought to you by Audible.com. Over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or your MP3 player. Definitely not for your Zune. Get a free audiobook <laughs> download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash xjtalkshow. And now we talk a little uh, about our YouTube subscribers and give them a little YouTube love. Oh, we're going to spread that YouTube love mighty thick tonight. We've got four new names on our list. A little bit easier than last week. We certainly had our uh, uh, tang tungled and torts twisted with the uh, offering last week. Actually got a couple familiar names on this. If you guys aren't familiar, well, we pull uh, some names off of our YouTube subscribers list in no particular order and give them a little bit of love. Give them a little bit of a shout out. You haven't heard your name yet? Well, stick around. We'll get to it eventually. First up on the list, MJ Civil Cowboy 08. Zero seven negative. Nightcrawler sixty one six eight five. That's a lot of nightcrawlers, and uh, we'll round out the list with Alton A Mud. You guys want to get on the list? All you got to do is head over to our YouTube channel and subscribe, and eventually you're going to hear your name on the show. YouTube.com/slash/xjtalk. Well, we've got a voicemail to share with you guys. Uh, our loyal listener and loyal show contributor, Nikki G, calls in every week, and we've got one more offering for you today. Thank God for Nikki G. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. <laughs> it's time to thin out the, the aluminum foil and get a little crazy on us, uh, <laughs> Nikki. Hey, this is Tony. And this is Josh from the XJ Talk Show. We want to thank you for calling our 24-7 voice line. Yes, we do. Just leave your first name and your question or comment. There's no guarantee, but we may play your message on the podcast. Oh, and don't worry about keeping it clean. We'll take care of that. Now it's your turn to speak at the beep. Hey, this is Nikki G, and I just caught the podcast. I caught it off the YouTube channel so I could watch it live, but I guess it wasn't live. But uh, that's at a part where uh, John Free Runner gave his ComTech segment, which uh, I never thought about having a ham radio. And uh, the more and more I listen to it, the more and more I like it. It's just the idea of it. Uh, I don't think I have anybody to talk to. And uh, the, the idea of me talking to strangers is just, you know, just kills me to the bone. So I don't think there's anybody out there that wants to hear me Babylon and on. Anyhow, in the middle of his segment, he stopped what he was doing, and he yelled, Nikki, stop talking, <laughs> which is funny because my mom calls me Nikki, and she's always telling me to shut up, so kind of kind of made me jump a little bit, and then at the very end, he said, Nikki, don't eat the glue, <laughs> which again, <clears throat> my mom calls me Nikki, and she's always telling me to stop eating the glue, too, so it's just freaky, man, get out of my head. All right, guys, I'll chat to you later. Have a good one. Bye. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. I thought he was going to say, which I was in this in the middle of taking a big scoop of glue when he said that. Two fingers <laughs> deep in a can of paste. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you used the the little spatula that goes in there the for the extra the creamy, you know? <laughs> the, stick, the, st- the sticker brush on the lid. God, it's been a long time. <laughs> Did you ever eat glue? I never understood that. I mean, I, I know the joke, and I've seen it in movies, but uh, I never saw a kid in kindergarten eating glue. No, never saw that. I did have a kid in my junior high, however, uh, that uh, loved to sniff highlighters. 
and he'd he'd I, you'd catch him and he'd he'd be all sneaky about it, you know, and and he'd take the caps off of two or three of them, and he'd, he'd kind of you know hold them up real close to him, you know, and he'd look around and you know just make sure nobody's listening. I think it was the 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 smelly markers though, you know, they used to have those markers that had uh, you know grape flavor, cherry flavor, and all, you know oh, okay. all that sort of stuff. It, it was you know you coloring an apple and it smelled like cherries or something like that. I don't remember, you, but it was very weird. He was I, I went to school with some very odd kids. Do uh, do you remember? Uh, the uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, where the secretary uh, out front oh, was, had the had the, the, the white, the white out. Yes, yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> just trying to make it through the day. <laughs> By any means possible. <laughs> uh, well, if you guys like Nikki G, we occasionally do a, a segment called "From the Mind of Nikki G," and uh, we're going to go ahead and get back to that next week. We've got a lot of other stuff to cover uh, on this show, but uh, stick around for episode one fifty-five. We'll delve into the mind of Nikki G a little bit. Hey, and if you'd like to call into our voicemail line, you can do that just by calling five three zero six seven five four one zero two. You can also leave us a message via. Uh, I want to say Stitcher, uh, SpeakPipe, which is a little tab there on the side of the XJ Talk Show website. Hey, uh, we want to go ahead and jump into uh, our reviews. We, we're going back a, a month or so to this review and uh, kind of doing the best of. If you would like to give us a review, just go over to iTunes uh, or Stitcher and uh, let us know what you think of the show. Five stars and a, a great comment would be much appreciated. So this review came from uh, Garrett, uh, Garrett Tech. And uh, he said simply, love it. Great job with the podcast, guys. Helps me actually enjoy the 80-mile round trip to and from work every day while I catch up on old episodes. The tech talk and interviews are top-notch. Keep it up, please. And uh, he signs it, L. Grox. People have multiple names these days. Aliases, I guess the police would call them. Uh, but uh, seems to be the norm on, uh, on the Internet. I want to thank you a no. lot for that review, and uh, we love it. Uh, love it, your review. Bad Absolutely, guys. Get in on the action and give us some co- some new content, as it were, and, well, maybe even get yourself on the podcast. Whether it's constructive criticism or well, just want a little pat on the back, we'll take it, guys. And uh, if you'd be so kind, just head over, like Tony said, over to Stitcher or iTunes. Give us a five-star review. Four stars will work, too. We'll take whatever you guys uh, feel is fair. And, of course, leave that comment. And like we said, whether it's constructive criticism or a nice pat on the back, either way, we're going to make sure it ends up on the show. Yeah, and I just want to take this opportunity. I think we talked about this last time, Josh. Uh, This is kind of a foreign concept for us, but we caught a post over on xjtalk.com, or it was something in the chat that's at the the top of each screen on xjtalk.com where uh, members can go in there and just uh, chat uh, like they would do on Facebook or some other places with one another. Anyway, we, uh, we saw this on the, on the site where somebody was saying, you know, I thought it was a professional show and then Tony and then Tony messed up and it kind of dawned on me because I don't think Josh or I either one ever think that, that this approaches a professional show. So we thought it was a good idea to let you guys know that it's just a couple of knuckleheads we don't make any money off this. It's just a hobby. We both own Jeeps. Uh, if you hear us doing something right, it's completely by accident. <laughs> if it sounds yeah. professional, <laughs> just wait five minutes and it won't. <laughs> exactly. And of course, if you you know tune into the live show, you're going to see all kinds of weird stuff because we do all kinds of wacky, weird stuff uh, every week. And uh, you like Tony said, we're just a couple of guys with some microphones and some Jeeps, and we like to talk about them. 
and uh, and so begins the podcast. Well, I guess we've begun a little while ago now, but uh, but yeah, you know, and it just goes to show it, it doesn't take a whole lot, guys. And so don't be afraid about joining in on the fun. We're always asking you guys to you know to reach out and you know say what's up. I mean, you know, say hi to us, uh, give us a little comment, a little feedback, stuff like that. And of course, we've always, always, always got room for a third seat right here. And mm-hmm. that means you guys can come in and tell us about your recent wheeling trip or. Maybe you just uh, bought your first lift kit, and we want to know about it. Stuff like that, guys. Everybody's got a Jeep story, and you have one, too. If you're listening to this show, that means you've got a Jeep story, too, and we want to hear from you. Yeah, I'd just like to add, don't uh, don't think you sound funny. You can't sound any funnier than us. Uh, don't think Certainly that, not. Yeah, don't think that your story is not going to be interesting enough. Don't think that, uh, you know, that, that, that your story is the same story that's been told over and over again. I think that we get uh, we get worried about uh, how we're going to be perceived by people, certainly from the teasing that we get from uh, family, friends, and uh, uh, coworkers, but also, too, on a lot of the Jeep forums that you go to, it seems like there's always somebody there that's going to belittle you. And we don't do it here on the show. We don't do it uh, on xjtalk.com. Yeah, we tease and stuff, but I don't think we ever take it over the line like Nikki G and his uh, aluminum foil hat, which... Uh, uh, I think everybody knows that's just a lot of fun. We appreciate uh, Nikki G and, and his his humor is uh, is top notch. So it's just a, a way of us uh, to uh, instead of going Nikki G, we love you. Give us a hug. Watch your hands. <laughs> we just we give him a hard time about the tinfoil hat. So uh, please don't think that you got to be any kind of professional to join in on our our show. Uh, Steve four point three LXJ and uh, pre-runner 1982 and uh, several others uh, that are also members on xjtalk.com uh, help us out and uh, help us out with regular segments so we'd like for you to uh, consider helping us out too even if it's just a, a one or two here and there you never know you might really like it and then become a regular segment or maybe just uh, once every six months don't care it's always fun to hear from everybody exactly and this is something I, I figure you guys might want to hear about. You know, I'm always perusing the interwebs, um, searching for yeah, Jeep-related stuff, as a lot of us Jeep enthusiasts do. And uh, and I was on the XJ Talk Facebook page the other day, and I saw somebody um, that was putting out some T-shirts. And I love Jeep T-shirts, especially if they are Jeep Cherokee T-shirts. Now, this isn't any kind of an advertisement or anything, but I wanted to share with you guys one that I picked up because he was offering it as a black Cherokee. And, uh, and I went ahead and picked one of these up just because it looks really freaking cool. Oh, that's a 97 Plus, too. That is a late model Cherokee there, yeah. And uh, and that's the back of the shirt. Um, and it's, a, it's got a little something on the front as well. Um, but it just it looked so cool, I had to go out and get one of these things. Um, he is a, a friend of the XJ Talk, uh, of XJ Talk Show Facebook page. Um, I can't remember the guy's name. Otherwise, I'd be happy to give him a plug here. Um, right now, but uh, I will be posting some pictures of this up, and I'll make sure we get the links up uh, over on our Facebook page so you guys can go check this stuff out too. But um, I just thought it was so cool, uh, and the price was fair. The artwork is very decent. The shirt is 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 made out of some quality material, um, so I, I went ahead and, and and picked one of these up. I couldn't be happier. It actually showed up in in less than a week, I think, uh, and, and so I just wanted to share this with you guys. A black Cherokee, cool shirt. Um, even on the front here, I want to go, go ahead and post that up here for you guys. Um, and, uh, and it's got, you know, XJ on it. And of course the Cherokee name and, and, uh, just really, really cool stuff. And just, uh, another Cherokee shirt, um, that I added to my collection. So 
figured I'd share that with you guys. Did you know this the uh, Cherokee was mis- uh, misspelled? No way, is it really? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just, I'm just messing with you. with you. I was like, oh, that would be that would be just the icing on the cake right there. <laughs> if it doesn't have hero in the name, it's not a Cherokee. All <laughs> <Yeah>, right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> like having some fun with Josh. Made you look. <laughs> you did. You did indeed. <laughs> so that looked like 38s that were on that uh, on, on that I, I, thing. Man, that would be new axles and everything, wouldn't it? Yeah. So for our um, our uh, podcast only listeners, oh, yeah. it, it's it's in the typical like um, oh geez, what's his name? He always does a lot of hot rod illustrations. Had his own show for a while, but it's in that it's in that you know smaller body way oversized tires and kind of like a corner perspective view with things kind of you know twisted up and it's got a little bit of flex going a little bit of a turn wheel effect and everything like that it is really really cool so um if you're listening to this right now chances are i will have already posted this up on our facebook page so for our podcast listeners head over to our facebook page check us out and, uh, and you'll see some pictures of this here very soon and for our podcast listeners you can go over to youtube.com slash xg talk and watch the video in its entirety or you can skip around and find the stuff that you want to that you want to see. Video on demand makes it nice. Well, thanks for sharing that with us, Josh. That uh, that is a nice looking uh, good good artwork on there, and it looked like it transferred well onto the uh, t-shirt. Indeed. So hopefully the uh, I guess it's silk screening is what it would be called, or the ink transfer, or, or whatever. Hopefully it lasts and, mm-hmm. and stays. Uh, you know, it it doesn't uh, go away after the first few washes or whatever. Um, and anyway, hey, speaking of shirts, I usually save this for the end of the show, but. I am wearing my uh, uh, my Hidden Wounds XJ shirt today, so I just want to share that with you guys as well. And we usually give them some props at the end of the show, so if you guys want to find out about that, well, stick to the end of the show, and we'll give a little bit more love to Hidden Wounds XJ. Uh, how much was that uh, that T-shirt, the other T-shirt that you got? Mm, yeah, you would have to ask me specifics. 20? Uh, less than 20? More than 20? No, it was. I don't think it was more than 20. So, do uh, you know if they're still selling the XJ one, uh, the the T-shirt that you have? Do you, do you think they're still uh, selling those? This one, I don't, because he, I think he did this through Teespring, mm-hmm. um, and so this was like a limited run. Now, it, it seemed like it, things went pretty fast with that, and yeah. there was enough of a demand. That he, I'm sure, it would be very easy to talk him into doing another run. Um, of course, he may be offering these um, for sale somewhere else. So right. uh, it's it's been it's been a little bit since I've checked in and, and find out what's the latest. I know he he had a few iterations of some stickers and stuff as well. Um, had some other things that he was offering, but uh, but this I, I couldn't pass up on on a Cherokee shirt. So I wonder uh, I wonder what's going on with his his uh, his build that he's going to take and uh, bring more awareness to the uh, uh, traumatic uh, brain injury and uh, PTSD uh, groups. Uh, I wonder what's going on with that. I haven't seen anything about that on uh, Facebook here in a while. Last I knew, it was in the phase of collecting parts. Uh, he wanted to do this to where it's kind of done all at once, oh, sort okay. of thing. So it's a, st- it's a it, we're in the process now of, uh, and I say we, I don't mean we, as I'm, I'm involved in it at all, but um, that he's involved in in uh, in just kind of putting together, you know, wheels, tires, lift kit, you know, getting the essentials put together first. I think he wants to get things up and rolling and and get it lifted, get some eye candy on it first before we start, you know, taking it or before he starts taking it around to shows and stuff like that. So um, I, I know that he's he's reached out to some some different groups and and some vendors and stuff like that, trying to uh, get some donations and everything like that. So uh, if you're in the in a position where maybe you're a retailer or something like that and and uh, and can help them out, 
Um, that would be a very, very nice gesture, especially as we're rolling into the holiday season here. Uh, get them geared up and set up to where they can start uh, taking this thing around for the show season starting up next spring. Excellent. Yeah, maybe we can stick something in the, the show notes about uh, giving you an idea where to uh, uh, catch up with the uh, Hidden Winds XJ folks. Absolutely. And this would be what my Jeep sounds like if it was running. Hey, Josh, how's it going? <laughs> I am fresh off of a nice sugar high from uh, all that Halloween candy that I've been enjoying. So you finished uh, it? <laughs> well, <laughs> all of it. And as I slip into a diabetic coma, I am going to uh, bring up some pictures to share with you guys. Well, at least one. Guys, as you may know, for our veteran listeners um, and those who know me personally, you guys know that Halloween is, is one of my favorite holidays. And I go all out every year. This year we had some inclement weather, so I couldn't do the haunted house maze through the driveway uh, that I normally do. Um, and this year I had to kind of downscale it a little bit. So it was just a, uh, a fairly substantial display just right in the front of the house. I did bring out my big old trucker's tarp, um, clamped it to the front of the gutter of the house, uh, the gutter on the front of the house, and stretched it out across the, uh, the front yard, which kind of enclosed the whole you know front stoop area. Uh, really nicely and allowed me to set up a good display and not get it all mucked up with the uh, inclement weather and stuff like that. Uh, and as I do every year, I um, I go ahead and I dress up and uh, and I scare little kids. I, I scare anybody who comes up to the door. Um, it's the thing that I do. If you trick or treat in my neighborhood, you're going to get scared. Hey, Harry Reid's uh, been doing it for a number of years, so you might as well get in on the fun. This year was no exception. Um, this was uh, my costume uh, this year, and uh, and for those who are um, who are listening on our podcast, it is a very very nasty, scary clown uh, costume outfit, uh, complete all the way down to the clown shoes. That's right, and those things were horrible to walk in. But uh, I got some GoPro footage. Even I set up the GoPro in the bushes, and uh, and we had probably in the neighborhood of about four hundred plus kids. Uh, come through here. I went now, through a lot of candy. Now, Josh, I'm I'm gonna have to ask, and I don't mean to embarrass, yeah. but is that no, a no. is that a costume that you own or is it a rental? No, I own. I I, I've just, <laughs> I just I suspected that that was the case. <laughs> I've got I've got let's see one two three I've got four giant totes of nothing but Halloween stuff out in the garage. I've got a, a stack that's six feet tall of totes that is just nothing but Halloween stuff. And, uh, and this is one of the outfits. Now, this was a costume that I put together uh, for the haunted house last year. Um, and he was just a static display. I, I filled it with, you know, newspaper and plastic bags and, and, uh, you know, wadded up uh, pillows and, and, and stuff like that, uh, to kind of create the body. And he was just kind of standing there as you, as you, uh, walked around a corner, you know, you were greeted, uh, with that. Well, this year I decided to don it myself. And, um, and as, um, uh, little kids and, and the trick-or-treaters and whatnot would uh, would ring the doorbell. I would fling the door open and <laughs> give this cackle and, uh, you know, actually take a step out with the big hands and claws and stuff like that. And and uh, and just absolute sheer terror uh, would come across um, all the little ones. I so, made at least three, if not four kids cry. There may have been some bowel or bladder evacuation. I was going to say, so so after the after the whole night of fun and terrorizing children, did you look out onto the the drive there, in the right in front of the door, and go, "That's strange. What are all these tootsie rolls doing here? And why are they why are they unwrapped? Why are they steaming?" No. <laughs> 
Yeah, no. I, it, the thing is, is is the kids. You know, they get that. <laughs> you know that 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 shaking. <laughs> oh, terror you're, you're and, horrible. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I'm a horrible human being. Um, you know, I had uh, this this one um, this couple show up with their two kids, and both kids made a beeline for you know back around either side of the parent. You know, hiding behind the legs from the scary man who opened the door. And I bet you and, the parents were loving some of this stuff. Oh no, the parents loved it. The parents get a kick out of it because the kids are just you know absolutely terrified. Not something that happens every day, right? And, and of course, you know, parents love scaring the kids and stuff like that, and it, it's it's fun. <laughs> All the parents just laugh hysterically. They have a good time. The if, kids end up having a good time. Yeah. If know, I can just hear it, if you don't clean up your room and yeah. don't and don't stuff <laughs> everything in the closet, back. we're taking you back to see the clown. <laughs> no! Have you have you considered wearing the outfit off road? No, oh, geez. When you're driving the Jeep, <laughs> I, and it's because you know so many people have clown fears that you would probably make some people lose bow bow control <laughs> as you're wheeling, especially if you let out that laugh next to a group of people. <laughs> right, as you, right. As you were driving by. <laughs> yeah, that the thing is, is that mask is so horribly difficult to see out of. I mean, there was times where I'd open the door and and be you know screaming, cackling, whatever, and and I couldn't see who it was I'm scaring, and I pull the mask off instantly because you know I'm dealing with little kids here, and I don't want to you know terrorize them you know for too terribly long. <laughs> not, uh, and so, at you least know, not so much the, the it's just a mask. Yeah, you know, at least a, not so much okay. where the authorities would be involved. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, and then I find out, oh well, the kids you know one and a half years old, and the parents are kind of like, <laughs> good one, but a uh, little young maybe. I don't know. <laughs> you know that thing so no it was a lot of fun I had a great halloween well, you know i'm, I'm glad the rain held off really enough where you could actually do that especially when you have so much invested uh in, in the single day every year <laughs> yeah it is because there, there's a house down at the end of the street and and they completely transformed the entire front of their house um they set up a, a fake fence with pillars and everything turn the whole front yard into a graveyard um, they've got a, like a mausoleum there. They've got a, uh, a like a, a horseless car, a, a horse drawn carriage that they set up um, as well. That's, you know, got a casket in it. Uh, the witch's cauldron in the driveway and, and, and the whole entire front of the house is is covered in a styrofoam facade that makes it look like a creepy castle. They really, really go all out. It takes them about two weeks to set up. They start very, very early. Me, I save it for the last possible moment. Mm-hmm. It's a big surprise. Nobody knows what I'm going to do until the day of Halloween. Well, that's kind of festive, too, because you, you know that house is going to be doing that, and you know it's October. You get the feel, oh, man, Halloween's coming. I can see because these people are, these nuts are setting up their house again. Uh, if it was me and I went to that much trouble, those decorations are staying up through the second week of January. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I can't do that. I've, you know, I've got lighting effects and sound reinforcement. Um, there's, you know, animatronics and stuff like that. I mean, I really do go all out. And this is the kind of stuff that I, I'm not really comfortable leaving out overnight, right. you know, especially since my car has been stolen a couple of times and whatnot. I mean, I, I, I'd like to think I live in a nice neighborhood, but I don't want to take those chances. But let's be realistic. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> was it two exactly. times or three times that the, the Civic went bye bye? It was a, it's an accord and it was twice. Thank you. <laughs> and it was broken into once uh, one other time. So technically three times it uh, it's been uh, it's it's been violated. So well, yeah. th- did I tell you that uh, we're uh, we're looking into Civic? I think it's a uh, oh. 2003 or something. So oh, very nice. I- I'm already thinking about alarm systems and uh, disabling things and uh, 
just having the uh, having oh. the sniper rifle set up so all i have to do is just you know pick up the back end and aim <laughs> very good <laughs> with a, a 2000 yard range i ought to be able to get the uh, the driver and uh, several neighbors uh with one yeah. shot Speaking of driving things, um, you had mentioned earlier about your Jeep and, and if it was running. So what's the latest with your engine swap? Well, now, if you follow XJ Talk on Facebook, and certainly if you're on XJTalk.com, the, the premier Jeep forum, which uh, I neglected to mention earlier, um, the, uh, you, you know that uh, you've seen the pictures of the engine rebuild. Now, uh, it's not a stroker. A lot of people get all excited about, you know, is it a stroker? No, it's not a stroker. I, ca- I tried to do something a little fancy just by putting a uh, a crane cam in uh, the engine that died. And uh, this go around, I'm trying to do something that is going to be quick and get me back on the road. And uh, uh, as per uh, Matt Smorenberg, M. Smorenberg on xjtalk.com, he says, well, let's just refresh your old engine. And refresh means uh, honing the cylinders. First off, checking to see if there's a little groove that uh, gets left towards the top of the cylinder. And uh, there was no groove, so all we had to do was uh, hone this 175,000-mile uh, Jeep 4.0, 98 Jeep 4.0. Uh, hone it, uh, re-ring it, uh, change out the rod bearings, um, change out the timing gear and chain. Uh, cam looked great. Uh, certainly swapped out all the lifters, uh, brand-new Melling lifters. And uh, popped the head, took that down to the machine shop. Matt did, and uh, they completely went through it. Did a you know the three angle uh, grind on the valves, uh, milled the uh, head uh, to make it nice and true. Beautiful, beautiful head when we got it. Again, you can see the pictures on Facebook and uh, xjtalk.com. And uh, as it stands, I've made uh, two trips. It's about 70 miles from here in Katy, Texas, to uh, up near Conroe and uh, where matt's uh, shop is and when i say shop it's not a i don't want to say it's not a working shop it, it a lot of work does go on there but it's not a like a for-profit shop really it's just a uh, a multi-bay multi-lift uh large shop uh that has a lot of uh, nice uh, air compressor tools and so on and so forth so it's a great place to be able to take uh, your vehicle and get it up on a lift and do some things and uh certainly uh it was nice to have that as an option whenever i wanted to uh uh, not only do the engine swap the first time, but unfortunately the second time. So this la- the second time that I went up, which was uh, last Saturday, um, Matt said, if you're going to do any more sp- spray painting of the head, put some damn spark plugs in the head. Now, he didn't say damn. I'm just throwing that in there because <laughs> th- I'm thinking that's what he was thinking because I was getting probably getting the paint a little too close to the holes. So, oh, yeah. so I went and took the – and I'm using Chrysler Orange – uh, you may say why I just didn't want it to be black uh, the engine to be black because it's it's hard to see in there and with a new engine I'd like to see if there's any leaks on the valve cover or if there's anything going on uh, that needs to be taken care of and uh, waiting for for spots on the driveway might be a little you know it would be better to catch it new yeah I'm, I'm really surprised that you didn't go with red well, uh, I like red. I think red would look great. Um, yeah. But uh, I was what I was thinking here was just, uh, you know, I don't drive with the hood off. I don't have a clear hood. So what do I care what color it is? And also, too, the red wasn't going to match. It was going to be Chevrolet orange red or whatever. So, mm. you know, it, it's going to be the, the, the Chrysler PR4 uh, red, uh, flame red, uh, which to me looks nice because that's the color of the Jeep. And then this red that doesn't match. I would rather have something that's way off 
you know, a, a, a difference in contrast than something that's supposed to be close. And somebody goes, oh, well, you didn't get that very close, did you? <laughs> <laughs> close, but no cigar. And, 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 you know, and I would just get regular, uh, uh, the regular body paint to go on there. But this is, you know, 500 degrees or more heat on the engine. And it's not going to last. Now, let me ask you now, because I know uh, uh, there's several engine paints out there that require you to bake after you've applied and that sets or cures or hardens the paint and really makes sure that it, it doesn't it doesn't discolor under heat or or flake off after a while because i know that some of those some of those barbecue paints or engine paints or caliper paints and stuff like that they require you to to bake the stuff and if you don't you get some you know, some unwanted results later on down the road i think this is going to flake off to be honest with you i didn't read the directions uh this isn't a uh, a super professional clean blah 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 build this is my daily driver trying to get back on the road uh the orange paint will uh will, will suffice long enough uh to see any leaks or runs from the valve cover etc and and really that's what the goal is if, if the paint lasts great if not oh well uh, a nice power wash and it'll be black back to black well, I got to tell you that the pictures do look amazing. Um, that that it actually looks bright. better in the picture. It, the 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 paint ran. There's runs in that paint, and it doesn't oh, look. I was gonna, it doesn't I was look gonna nearly say, it as good. <laughs> it doesn't look nearly as good as that picture. That picture. I mean, it, it's almost like glowing in places around the curves and stuff of yeah. the. Oh, <laughs> yo, yeah. Now that would be an engine to have. <laughs> <laughs> I, for for a minute, I thought you had bought a crate engine, you know, until I started, you know, going through and reading stuff. And but I, I was like, oh man, that that is good. Yeah, nice thick coat and and everything. It, it, you know, it does it does look nice. Well, hopefully, it does last for you. Yeah, well, so we'll what, see. What's what's next on the list? Where so are you, where are you at? so next? We, we this is the tomorrow is going to be my third trip up there, and mm-hmm. hopefully that's going to be the uh, the last trip for the engine swap. So all my list for tomorrow is to change out the main. Uh, seal because you know what why not it's gonna be a lot easier to do on the right. engine stand than it would be under the under the jeep although there's plenty of room and you couldn't get a nap uh, while you're working on your lifted jeep uh, <laughs> but uh, i'd rather do it there and uh, also too i want to pull that uh, uh, oil filter adapter off and uh, i have a, a brand new oil filter bolt i i don't think i had a brand new oil filter adapter with the other engine but i was going to take the one off the other engine and put it on this one Oh, well, I remember okay. what I was saying. So Matt says, get the uh, take the you know get some spark plugs in there before you do any painting. So obviously, I got spark plugs in the engine that doesn't run. So I went over there to take out those spark plugs. And Perfect. Took out number one. Don't, don't use you don't want to use new ones in there. You just want to use yeah. some old junky ones. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I think these are fine, but I'm going to do new spark plugs in the new engine, even though it's a a, a refresh. So, because you you want the best results, uh, you don't want to have uh, questionable. W- why do I have this miss and so on and so forth? You want it to be, uh, you know, not a spark plug, not some stupid thing uh, as you're trying to figure out the issue. Anyway, so number one, I took out of there, and of course, I'm I'm thinking I still don't know what happened to this engine. I, don't, I still don't know why it stopped running and why it did all what it did. So well, you guys haven't done the teardown on that. On no, that one yet. no, no, no. So I pulled out that number one spark plug, and, and I kind of look at it. It looks normal. looks good. No problem. Sit it down. Number two comes out. Number three comes out. Number four comes out. Number five, it doesn't want to come out. Oh, no. It's just kind of spinning, you know, but it's loose. You know, you can move it. You can move the spark, spark plug up and down, but there's something catching. Oh, so, no. So I, I give it a little pull and a little, you know, diagonal twist and it comes out and i'll look at it and the anode 
the little thing in the middle is yeah. bent all the way over to the uh, where the threaded area is. And, Holy cow! And the L, you know, the, for the the cathode, the where the spark uh, jumps to from the anode. Yeah. Uh, that thing is like a straight uh, line, and I think I straightened it out a little bit when I pulled it out. Oh wow! So when I posted that thing up, people said it looks like you melted it. I think Dan from the Four by Four podcast actually was the first one that says it looks like it's melted, and I said no, it's been crushed. So the end of the spark plug was crushed, my friends. So that so, made uh, I, I'm just curious all over because this thing stopped running. And it's a 4.0, and you know why in God's green uh, uh, great universe would a 4.0 ever stop? I mean, you, you've seen these cash for clunker videos where they take all the oil, all the water, and rev the engine uh, for 30 minutes <laughs> before it stops running. So uh, anyway, I, I showed that to Matt, and he goes, "That doesn't look right." <laughs> <laughs> imagine not <laughs> I said yeah i said something something mashed this so then the valve cover had to come off so mm-hmm. we could see what the what the the valve uh train looked like and we were looking and again there's these pictures up on uh, facebook and xjtalk.com you look along you see the uh the rockers and they all you know the the cam is depending on where the cams and the, the pistons are in, in the cycle uh the the rockers are up and down but there's one rocker that's up significantly higher than any Uh-oh. of them. Uh-oh. So uh, we look at that. I take some pictures. We pull that, that uh, rocker pair off, and then you can see the, the valve uh, spring is, I mean, this thing must be a quarter inch, a half inch higher than the spring right next to it. So What happened there? So, and it you know again the reason why we were there was not to determine why this engine stopped running the reason why we were there or the reason why i was there and and, and matt had shown up too was to get that other engine ready to go in this one i mean we we'll do the luxury of seeing what happened to this one later it's dead ain't gonna go anywhere we just got to change it out so but we we did spend a little time looking at that side of it anyway matt postulated you dropped a valve this engine dropped a valve and uh if depending on how tomorrow goes and how much i don't know energy that we have left we may pull the head off of the engine after we pull it out oh i'm sure you're gonna find all kinds of goodies when you do that i i I think what happened was based on just thinking about it i think that the uh, that valve floating issue that i had probably had the valve come in contact at one time or another with that number five piston and it mm-hmm. it bent it or cracked it uh enough so that it was just a matter of time before it fell off or a piece of it fell off into the combustion chamber and i think that that um that little piece of valve or perhaps the block depending on what happened is what crushed the uh the spark plug anode and, and a little cathode thing on there something yeah. rattling around so- inside there it just hit it at the right spot so I would say we for sure have an issue with the piston, and I would also guess that the head, uh, and if the if the block, if the cylinder block, I mean if the cylinder is still intact, I bet you it's got a huge gouge in it. Oh yeah, no, I I, I bet you know rings are are, are, are toast. Uh, you know I'm. This is just a great testament for how resilient the four liter inline six really is. 
I mean, the the fact that you could have had been running on that more or less, um, you know, and, and really hadn't noticed much going on. I mean, a spark plug completely damaged. You sucked a valve, dropped a valve, whatever. Um, potentially parts floating around in the combustion chamber, you know, and the engine was, for all intents and purposes, still running. Um. Well, whenever it it whenever I had the problem, it it wasn't running. I couldn't well, get any. You had, you I, I blew some white smoke. I couldn't That's get right, any. Couldn't, smoke. couldn't get any power out of it, and had to coast into the 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 Jeep dealership in front of those smug 2014 Jeep Cherokees. Um. Mm-hmm. So. Uh. But. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm a little disappointed in the in the 4.0. I'm a little disappointed in this engine, especially since I went to such great lengths and such great expenditures to replace uh, virtually every component in there. The valves were not one of those things, but they were checked by the shop and deemed okay. I did I did want to buy valves, but uh, I didn't. Uh, I didn't buy uh, rods for the uh, for the pistons. Uh, that turned out to be fine so far. I mean, it looks like the rods are just fine. So uh, I think this is simply a matter of the crane cam had too high of a lift and those springs, uh, the valve springs, did not have enough um, power, enough uh, uh, compression uh, to get the, get the valves back after they had been opened that, that far. So that floating occurred and I, for one, didn't know when you float a valve, you run the risk of, of impacting it on a piston. I really didn't. So, uh, and, and I'm just assuming that's what happened. Again, we'll know more. We should be able to see uh, patterns in the uh, whatever's left of the piston when we take it out, I would think. So, yeah, that's just an amazing story. Yeah. So, th- anyway, the goal for tomorrow is to get that uh, other engine, the original engine, uh, uh, all together. Got to pull the oil pan off of the, uh, the current engine to put on this, uh, this rebuild and uh, drop it in and crank it up. Got a new distributor. So I went ahead and did that because we had ground off the ear of the other distributor uh, so that we could actually adjust the timing because we had, had a few problems with that engine uh, with the, uh, the dissimilar size lifters that, as it turned out, and we thought it was a timing issue. It wasn't that. It was uh, So anyway, I, I wanted a, a real distributor that doesn't move like, you know, came in it. So, um, you know, throw the oil pump in it change out the main bearing, uh, actually change out the main bearing, uh, throw the oil pump in it, get an oil pan on it, slap on the timing gear cover and the harmonic balancer, and uh, we should be ready to go. And uh, hopefully I'll get a, uh, if I can just slow Matt's ass down, this time I'll get a video of the first start. Last time he had the thing started before I could get the, the damn camera uh, going. Uh, uh. <laughs> it's, you know, it's one of those things. It's nothing to anybody that does it a lot, but whenever you don't do new engines that often, the start is such a huge deal because in the back of your mind, you go, it's not going to run. I know it's not going to run. It's not going to start. What did I forget? Yeah. And you go, wow, it ran. Wow. This is amazing. It's a, it's a huge thing. I mean, it's, like, this, it sounds like your list is about as long as mine. I mean, I've, uh, I've got a laundry list of things that I got to do. I've got a, um, a Thanksgiving run that I'm going to try and attend. It'll actually be, um, uh, starting well, some guys head up there as early as Thanksgiving night. I probably won't be doing that. I may I may head up for that that Black Friday and uh, and then spend the weekend um, uh, camping in the uh, in the cold. Um, but uh, I've got a laundry list of things that I've got to do to my own Jeep, and and a lot of it's been sitting around for quite a while. Not unlike your air horns, Tony. Um, 
<laughs> well, they would have been I've, in if I've, the engine hadn't died on me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, you know, I've got I've got a bunch of lighting that I got to take care of. Um, I've got a new transfer case skid plate that I want to throw on. Um, the CB issues that I talked about a couple episodes back. Uh, I do still have those Bilstein uh, 51 series, uh, 5100 series uh, shocks that I want to get on there as well. Uh, an oil filter adapter O-ring. I've got a rear main seal that I want to take care of. But above everything else, the one thing that I absolutely want to get done, uh, regardless of it, if anything else gets done, um, is is the header leak? Yes. Uh, when my motor mounts, one of my motor mounts, went out this summer. Um, it took the header out with it, and uh, and I'm so I want to I want to take this APN header that I have off, get a new seal, obviously a new gasket rather, um, and I'm going to try and weld this thing up myself uh, because this exhaust leak is just it, it's driving me nuts. It's not. It so makes loud the engine sound bad. It just makes you feel like things aren't running like they're supposed to. At least that's for me. It's a little trashy, you know. I mean, it's it's not like you can hear me coming two blocks away or anything like that. It's just loud inside the cab, you mm-hmm. know. It's it's right there. I think uh, between the um, the the two collectors on the on the on the back end of the motor there, uh, where where it kind of comes into the into the the one um, right there. So it's it's I, it should be an easy weld. I'm hoping. Uh, if providing I can get the you know tip of the gun down in there, worst case scenario, I take the header down to my exo- my local exhaust shop and uh, you know pay some guy twenty bucks to to run a bead on a crack for me and and, and call it good. Throw a new gasket on there, uh, maybe some copper spray uh, just for a safe measure and uh, and bolt it all back together. The problem is, I mean anybody who's done um, a header swap knows it's a pretty lengthy process. The intake manifold's got to come off, fuel rail's got to come off. There's a lot of stuff that's got to get out of the way before you can get to those nearly impossible to reach bolts mm-hmm. on the exhaust manifold. And uh, and it's not something I'm looking forward to. Well, so. that's one of the reasons why I was looking for the extra long wrenches. Because especially mm-hmm. when you have a lifted vehicle, it is quite a stretch to get up there to yeah. to get to those yeah, things. And, yeah, it, and, and if you can make it turn a sixteenth of an inch, you're doing good. <laughs> yeah, sixteenth yeah, of a turn at a yeah, time. It's like, yeah. Ah. but yeah, it's fifteen minutes later, and you're halfway out, and your arm is on fire. Yeah. Well, Good Josh, uh, I know I spoke for a really long time. I guess I was thinking I was the only one with a Jeep story. Uh, but wow. uh, I think we better uh, we better get on to the uh, the main event here uh, before uh, it gets too late on us. Well, tonight's Amazon You Buy What is brought to you by NoCo, the company that makes the Genius Boost Jump Starter. Stay tuned till after the segment. Find out who's going to be our lucky winner for a free NoCo Genius Boost 30. That's the GB30. We're giving one away every other week, guys, and you don't want to miss out. We're giving one away this episode. It could be you. Stick around. How powerful is the NoCo Genius Boost Lithium Jump Starter? We removed the battery from the 6-liter V8 engine and hooked boost directly to the battery case. 400 amps of pure starting power packed into an ultra-safe, mistake-proof lithium jump starter. NoCo Genius Boost. Get yours at GeniusChargers.com. You know, I was bitching about being in the 21st century and where's the stuff, but can you imagine something with 400 amps that's about maybe two times the size of a cell phone. Just amazing. (laughs) Yeah, here it is, guys. The Genius Boost GB30. We're going to be giving one of these away tonight. Oh, you guys are going to love this. Oh, look at that. Oh, just so pretty. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, th- this thing is really, really cool. And I've got a, uh, I've got some plans to do a full test video of this thing. Um, I'm going to run it through the gambit, guys, uh, including uh, really, I'm not going to try and break it, but I'm not going to not try and break it. 
I'm not <laughs> not going to try to break it. Yeah. <laughs> so a little double negative there for you guys. But hey, um, let's, uh, Tony, let's, let's gotta... roll the intro for uh, the Amazon yeah. You Bought What segment. Amazon.com and the XZ Talk Show present You Bought What? Tell us well, about guys, this, Josh. What the hell are we doing here? <laughs> oh, we have a lot of fun with this, and we are going to have some fun tonight. Guys, for those who don't know, we've got a great little relationship set up with Amazon.com. If you don't know what Amazon.com is, well, let's just say it's the uh, the biggest shopping mall on the web, as it were. You can pretty much buy anything from crotchless panties to bacon salt and even your Jeep parts uh, over on Amazon.com. And how this works is, guys, you got to head over. You must, absolutely must head over to xjtalkshow.com or xjtalk.com. Click on our Amazon banner that we have right there on the main page. It pops you over immediately over to Amazon.com, where you can continue to do your online shopping as you normally would. And how this works is Amazon has agreed to give us a small kickback of whatever you guys purchase. We get a few cents on the dollar, if that even. And so you guys aren't going to pay a a single dime more, not a red cent more for those crotchless panties that you would otherwise. And uh, we get to get a little bit of a list of what you guys have been buying. We don't get to see who's buying anything, who's buying what. All we get to see are the items. And, uh, and you guys do a really good job every now and again of throwing us a little bit of a curveball. And that's where we have some fun with this. And uh, we've got this little segment. And we pull a few items out of our list and ones that are either a high dollar amount or a little bit off the wall or, you know, something like that. Or ones that catch our eye. Tony and I usually, you know, pull three or four out of the list, something like that, and, uh, and share them with you guys. So we've got that tonight. And at the end of this segment... We're going to be giving away one of our Genius Boost, well, not one of our, but one of NOCO's Genius Boost GB30 devices here, um, one of these jump starter packs here, and uh, it could be you guys. So uh, we've instructed you fellas, to, guys and gals, to head over to xjtalk.com and, and uh, well, tell us uh, your best story of a dead battery. And uh, Tony and I have discussed it for the last couple of weeks, and we've got ourselves... Um, I've got a winner and maybe even a runner up. So yeah, we got uh, we'll a winner, but that. you're going to have to wait to the end to find yeah. out who it is. <laughs> Sadistic bastards that we are. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got, uh, I've got an item that, that should be in every Jeepers glove box or their, um, their Oh shit box as it were. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, you need to have one of these tubes of JB weld 8267 steel stick, steel reinforced epoxy putty stick. It's only two ounce. It's about 11 bucks. And the steel reinforced epoxy putty repairs anything made of metal or doesn't repair anything that isn't, including that fine china you broke last Thanksgiving. Oh. It will not do a damn thing for that. It will cure on wet and dry surfaces, which makes it great if you're out wheeling and you break something, you need to put it back together. It even completely submerged in gasoline or water, and it will bond. It can be drilled. It can be filed. It can be tapped. It can be machined. It can be painted, and it can even be cussed at. It sets in five minutes, cures in one hour, and is impossible to use if mixed wrong after five seconds. Has a strength rating of 900 PSI and will forever bond your fingers together with no hope of ever coming <laughs> apart again. And the best part is it tastes great. That's how to get little Billy out of, out of the bathroom quicker. So, you know, uh, it just dawned on me while you were talking about this, and it's so many uses and that it will bond uh, in, in water and not. Do you remember Gilligan's Island where they were repairing the boat with barnacle they, the barnacle glue? They really could have used some JB Weld. <laughs> they could have used some JB Weld, and they would have been off the island. The show would not have been notable, and uh, they would have been back to civilization in the three hours. JB Weld. See, they should have sponsored the show. And it would only been one episode. So hey, anyway. I like the stuff because it has the same initials as me. <laughs> um. Weld? Well, I didn't. I don't get the weld part. 
It's my middle name. What are you talking about? So uh, I thought this was uh, <clears throat> was a pretty good one. Uh, now, if you guys have never had children, you think to yourself, oh, what's the big deal? But if you've got a baby and you start buying diapers, it's a huge deal. Somebody helped themselves to some loves with ultra, ultra leak guards, size three diapers. I don't know, guys. It's been so long since I had a child that size, and I probably didn't even know then. But it was 186 of these babies. And wow. mind you, if you feed the kid every day, you're going to be changing diapers multiple times a day. They got these things for $32.99 right off of Amazon. Hey, this thing's got a night lock. Keeps burglars out. No, I'm sorry. That's not that's not on there. Our largest absorb, <laughs> absorbent area ever. <laughs> it's, not, it's not funny. <laughs> Somebody coming into your house and touching your child. Um, <laughs> largest absorbent area ever locks away leaks and even, uh, uh overnight, uh, that way you can take them to the daycare center diapers full and not have any leaks in your car. Let them change the diaper in the morning, right? Fantastic idea. <laughs> you women know what I'm talking about. So locks away <laughs> wetness better than Huggies snug and dry sizes. I'm thinking that size is three to six because size 36 would be man size, which would be a yeah. totally different show. So money back guarantee, what the hell does that say? Guarantee will? Oh, there's no, there's, there's a space missing. Uh, will refund your money if not satisfied. Loves ultra strength leak guard diapers and now from Amazon. So thank you very much for going over there and uh, getting your, your diapers, which apparently you didn't need in a hurry because you got to wait three to five days unless you're a prime member to get those diapers uh, delivered to you. But uh, boy, 186, that ought to get you through a weekend. Yeah, right. <laughs> Especially if you go to that chili cookout. Oh, don't feed the baby chili. Now, here's something that that it took me a long time to get one of these. I, I wanted one for for a very long time. I got my very first one uh, for Christmas last year, and I've absolutely loved it. And uh, I mentioned it just a little while ago as we were talking about Halloween. It's a GoPro Hero Three. This is the white edition. Somebody dropped two bills on this thing, and uh, and we got uh, well, you got a few cents off of that one. Uh, but this is a professional quality video capture device in 1080p, 30 frames per second, 960p at 30 frames per second, 720p at 60 frames per second, and WGVA 60 frames per second. Not that you would know what any of that means. <laughs> Built-in Wi-Fi compatible with the GoPro app or for smartphones, tablets, as well as the Wi-Fi remote, which is available separately. Compatible with LCD touch backpack and second generation battery backpack, as well as backward compatible with all older generation backpacks, but not compatible with your limited edition Hello Kitty backpack. Mm. Sorry, Tony. So five megapixel photos with three uh, frames per second burst mode and time lapse at five, half a second, two seconds, five seconds, 10 seconds, 30 seconds, and 60 second <laughs> intervals just long enough to capture that weird face you always make in sparkling high definition 131 foot or 40 meters for you metric folks waterproof housing with integrated flat lens housing and rugged enough that even you can take it wheeling on your wheeling adventures and whoever bought this particular one makes make sure you post up your videos at xjtalk.com so for it to be waterproof you can't be within 130 feet of it right yeah because i've got the midas touch and if i'm within 130 <laughs> feet of anything it's definitely not waterproof anymore so, yeah, this is good, and we're all starting to do the countdown. And for you, uh, for those of you that are not aware of it, uh, you can start it now. We're all doing the countdown to see how long it is before Josh loses this camera because he's already <laughs> lost his other one. Lost one. <laughs> <laughs> and he's really bad with sunglasses, too, so I hear. I am. 
<laughs> well, that, well, that's great. Uh, so, and you have posted some of these uh, some of these uh, movies uh, that you've taken with your GoPro up on uh, uh, on your own YouTube channel. Uh, I don't think we have any up on the XJ Talk uh, uh, YouTube channel, do we? No, I need to figure out a way to start sharing some of those with you. They they are substantial because of their sub, uh, because of their size, but mm-hmm. uh, I need to figure out a way we can do some cross linking or something like that because I do have a lot of wheeling videos over on my YouTube channel. So, uh, what what where where be that? Where could people see that if they wanted uh, wanted to go over there and have a look? So just head over to YouTube.com and in the search uh, field right there, type in J B C H I L L and the number one. That's J B Chill One. And, uh, and you guys can see, I think I have a couple of channels actually up there and, uh, they, they, both of them have got uh, a bunch of Jeep videos and stuff like that. And it has some other interesting stuff as well. It's all safe for work. So don't worry. Uh, you're not going to offend grandma or uh, get fired or anything like that. But, uh, but yeah, I got some good stuff up there. So head over to there or got some cool stuff over at xjtalk.com's YouTube video as well. So would that be just be chilling for the JB chill? Yeah. And and the one was because there was another JB chilling. <laughs> there was another JB chill, yeah. So just, it was JB just chill be chilling, one. yeah. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> so I just it, I just it, it just hit me. I've seen that for a long time when I'm sharing uh, the 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 show documents with you, and I never put together the JB chill. I just thought oh. it was, you know, I'm hip, I'm wow, you know, Charlie. So anyway. Um, what else do we got here? We have uh, oh, I thought this was uh, this was pretty cool. This is a video game that got some, somebody got for PlayStation. It's a uh, MX versus ATV. So apparently, uh, there's uh, 17 Supercross tracks for both uh, MX and ATV riding, and you can uh, ride against people. Uh, I would assume uh, playing in tandem on the uh, the the, uh, the PlayStation or maybe even online. Uh, and you can uh, see, you can finally decide who who's going to win that uh, that race, the ATV or the uh, MX motorcycle. So anyway, seventeen uh, uh, supercross tracks for both MX and ATV. MX is that a motorcycle or is that a bicycle? I've always thought MX no, was bicycle. MX is, MX is short for motocross. Okay, uh, I don't know what I'm thinking about. There was a wasn't there an MX style bicycle? No, oh, there might have been. Yeah, there was a BMX. That's what I'm thinking of. BMX. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, career mode with three series, 2,500 East, uh, 250 West, 4,500, not 4,500, 450 Championship, more than uh, 80 licensed motocross companies in the game to ensure authenticity. So, you know, if you are an MX or an ATV fan, this is uh, probably the thing for you. And you can get it at Amazon.com for $29.99. And if you are a Prime member, you can get most of this stuff uh, that's uh, Prime eligible, which most of it is. In just two days shipping. I don't know about you guys, but uh, I like having things now. But if it means I don't got to go to the Walmart and uh, drag my ass in there and deal with 600 lanes and two of them working, <laughs> I'll just let the let Amazon uh, let the Brown Santa bring it to me. Yeah, I'm all about that instant gratification, uh, and and I do some online shopping every now and again. I, I don't get as much stuff online as uh, as I probably should. Uh, because sometimes it's a last minute sort of thing and it's like, damn it, I want that now. And uh, <laughs> so I go out and, and go find it locally or, or whatever. And sometimes I end up, uh, you know, going online and, and, and picking it up. So I don't have that prime though, Tony. So how, how does that, how's that prime work? What, what all do you get with Amazon prime? Well, it used to, you'd spend about $80 a year and for the, the privilege of getting the, the free shipping and the free two day shipping. So by default, it'll do two day shipping. Now you can select, 
uh, the three to five day shipping and it's still free. Uh, and I've done that occasionally, but I mean, frankly, if you can just buy it for this, this amount and you get it in two days, why would yeah, you change it? it? You know, let, let them jump through their hoops and you know, Amazon does an amazing job of getting that stuff to you. And I don't know if it's Amazon or it's UPS cause UPS is, is usually the one that delivers the stuff. Uh, but quite often it comes a day early. So oh, awesome. <laughs> yeah, like over the weekend, like if I see something and I order it like on a Saturday, instead of uh, coming in Tuesday, I'll get it Monday. And again, I don't know who it is to me. It's, it's one or both of them. I don't care. It's cool to have it that fast. So, uh, we have a, a leaky faucet. Uh, I'm sorry. You know, it's, I guess it's a faucet in the bathtub. Uh, and, uh, there's a little, um, insert that, uh, goes in there and I have to change it out about every, uh, three or four years, I guess. And, uh, I usually go down to a home Depot and drop like 35 bucks for this stupid insert to go in a, a Moen, uh, M O E N faucet. It's the ball valve, isn't it? It just pisses me off. That thing is so expensive and it pisses me off that it goes off, goes out that often. So, so uh, I got informed the other day cause it's always the, the kid's bathroom that this happens. Cause I think they're rougher on, on things than anybody else. Although, although the boys aren't living here anymore and it's still happening. So anyway, instead of going down to, to home uh, depot or Lowe's and picking one of these things up, I just ordered it online and uh, I ordered it uh, Monday. Is that right? I think Tuesday and it came in today. So, yeah. So, you know, and it was 31 bucks. So I paid the same. It's exactly the same thing. I have an old one. So I knew, I knew what the part number was. I knew the name brand went and looked it up on Amazon. Yep. Sure enough, it was there. It's under prime ordered it. It's here. So no, uh, I that, uh, with prime, you get some other benefits as well other than just movies, free shipping. Yeah. There's a, a whole series of prime movies, uh, that uh, you can watch for no charge. Uh, you can, uh, you know, you have to have a device. Uh, if, if you can look on, you can watch on a, uh, an iPad, a tablet, uh, your television, if it is uh, a computerized uh, television, or if you have a, uh, a DVD or HD player that has that, uh, that feature where you can uh, stream stuff off of uh, the internet. Uh, you can watch that way as well. And uh, we have an HD player. So uh, we use that uh, to watch that. There's also some prime uh, uh, TV shows that uh, you can watch for free. Uh, I, I, I kind of had to stop doing it because I would have a lost weekend. I'd be watching 24, <laughs> 24 episodes of this show that uh, was only one season, but they had 24 episodes and I would sit there you know, Friday night and most of Saturday and then most of Sunday watching yeah. all these episodes. In fact, Under the Dome, I had not watched a single episode of Under the Dome on the first season. And over a weekend, I got, I watched all of them up through Sunday that I watched all of them that had been, had been put out. And the next day was the, uh, this, the, uh, season finale. So I watched Monday and I had watched the whole ep- the whole first season in three days. And it was pretty no. cool. I can see how that binge watching is is very addictive because you don't have to wait, and you also can follow the storyline a whole hell of a lot easier. Well, before we uh, end up talking about Walking Dead for another hour, um, <laughs> I want to get into the last couple uh, of uh, of items we got for our Amazon You Bought What segment tonight, and get to the good stuff where we're giving away. One of the Genius Boost NoCo GB30 Jumpstart packs here. I will just um, point out to the uh, to the jury in my defense, you asked me. I did, I did, I, and I really got to be careful 
<laughs> asking you any questions, especially when it comes to watching stuff. So, <laughs> but guys, um, I told you at the beginning of the segment that you occasionally throw us a curveball, and we love this stuff because it makes us squirm and gets us all uncomfortable, and we really have to dig deep uh, to figure out figure out uh, what we're going to say to make this funny. This one I it caught my eye because you know, being you know, growing up in the eighties and stuff, you know, I You're love a little too my close antibodies. to the action if it caught you in the eye. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, especially this. Uh, you guys will get it here in a second. Um, I, you know, I grew up in the 80s, uh, you know, big uh, Miami Vice fan and, and, you know, Don Johnson. And I saw that I saw I saw Doc Johnson. And I'm thinking and I, the first thing I thought was, OK, Miami Vice. Well, then I saw mm. the rest of it, and it's Doc Johnson Lucid Dream 14 multi-speed waterproof G-spot vibrator twist bottom control in purple. A whopping $13.67. It's waterproof, but seriously, who would be using this while scuba diving anyways? It's virtually <laughs> silent, yet has a powerful motor. Don't let the EPA find out about this one, guys. It has a new two-stage exhaust system for stealth operations, perfectly shaped for G-spot stimulation. Not that you could find it. And featured in Women's Health Special Sex Awards issue. Have you updated your subscription lately? Winner of Best Maxi Vibe 2007 Award, but recently put on the National Dangerous Toy Recall List. Definitely will not be confused as a concealed weapon in the state of Texas. <laughs> it was so good. It broke my teeth, but damn it, the the trip to the dentist was worth it. <laughs> I, I, there's so many jokes that we could say about what this thing was doing in your mouth to begin with, but I'm not going to go there. <laughs> well, that, that's the state. It's so powerful. It doesn't have to be in your mouth to break uh, the teeth. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this is the kind of stuff we love, guys. I mean, good, good job. And, and uh, whoever got that, uh, hope you're enjoying it. Sure. So now, without much further ado, what the hell is, does that mean? But uh, anyway, uh, insert drum roll here. Bum, 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 bum. Let's announce. Uh, and uh, well, first off, <laughs> let's uh, tell people how we came up with this, Josh. So, uh, well, we came up with this um, genius plan for you guys to head over to xjtalk.com slash noco. And we asked for you guys to give us your best dead battery story or mm -hmm. jump start uh, story or whatever. Didn't even say it was, had to be true. Just give us a, give us a story. <laughs> exactly. Get creative. Get interesting. Get a little freaky, if you will. Uh, but either way, get over to xjtalk.com slash noco. And give us your story. Now, guys, we are going to be accepting more submissions. Uh, so if you've recently submitted one, um, maybe dig deep back to your high school writing classes and come up with something a little more creative uh, and, and see if you can't uh, get us to, well, give you one of these things. And this is the Genius Boost GB30. Um, we are going to be giving one of these away to one of those people who submitted stories. Now, Tony and I really spend a lot of time going through these stories, reading them very carefully. And uh, going through back and forth and figuring out what we liked, what we didn't like, and and we picked three of them out. And um, and we're gonna the reason why we picked three is because we're gonna do something that we haven't done before, um, which is we're not only giving one of these away, which we've never done before, but the stories were so good that we decided to pick three winners. Now only one person is gonna actually get the NoCo Genius Boost GB30, but. As a bonus prize, the runner-up is going to get a $25 gift card to Amazon.com, and we have a third-place prize that is going to get a $15 Amazon gift card. And we so like to call it the Amazon You Bought What gift card. 
Amazon, you bought what gift card? Exactly. <laughs> now, uh, of course, the uh, first prize, the the grand prize, is the Genius Boost uh, jump sh- jump starter here. Um, and the uh, the lucky winner is well. The first off, let's start with our uh, our third or our second runner up. Let's do that. Our second runner up. <laughs> Somebody was going yes, yes. Oh, damn it. <laughs> love that tease love that tease so i really enjoyed this one uh this was from runner's wife you know john uh, pre-runner 1982 from our radio com tech segments and uh, uh this is unbelievable because this guy's got balls he was doing this while they were dating <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. here just wait for it <clears throat> so runner's wife uh, writes okay so when john pre-runner 1982 and i were dating we met up in town one day And I was sick as hell that day, but hadn't seen him for a few days. So we ended up at 7-Eleven. Oh, that just just says love right there. All right. (laughs) When when he gave me the key to his apartment, told me to go ahead and go there, and he would stop and get me some medicine. So I left, and then a long time later, I hear this uh, sound, this loud truck pulling up. He comes in slamming the door, stomping up the stairs, and chews my butt out about how his truck didn't start and how he was trying to wave me down, and I ignored him. He was furious. So to this day, I will not leave a parking lot if he, if he and I are in different vehicles until I hear his Jeep start up. Or he gives me the thumbs up. <laughs> so if we had one of those NoCo Genius boosts, it would have saved an old argument from happening again. And I remember the post right after this one was John saying a little up arrow things and said, said completely true. <laughs> completely true. It happened. He admitted it. <laughs> so, so 7-Eleven date, John. Classy. Yeah. Slurpees. <laughs> mm. So for, for this great and, and humorous story, and not to mention the trouble she must have got in for sharing it, because you, know, you, can't, you can't share stories like this out with at least something, somebody not having a smile at least. So we'd like to give a runner's wife a $15 Amazon You Bought What gift certificate from the XJ Talk Show. That's fantastic. Now we do have another runner-up uh, that had another great story. Uh, and this one was from Phil XJ4L. And, uh, and his story is, this is a story of one of those times when you place a switch just where it's needed and also the worst place to put a switch. It all started with the quest for more light. After much research and trolling the net, the LEDs were the answer. Much light and low power draw. The proverbial bullet was bitten and a fair chunk of cash was electronically handed over. The light bars arrived and due to the stupid amount of light and not wanting to blind oncoming drivers, so I hooked both bars up onto one switch. As I am disabled driver and using hand controls, the switch needed to be within easy reach. The perfect place was just here. Everything was sweet. Until we took the dog to the park. Well, until we attempted to leave the park, that it was. When I discovered the switch was in the worst possible place it could be. When getting out, I had inadvertently caught the switch, leaving 60 inches of 300 watts of of light bars running for over an hour, just long enough to drain the battery to where it wouldn't start. Some panicked phone calls were made, an hour's wait for a friend with a booster pack to arrive and get the Jeep fired up. Great story. I, 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 I've seen it happen before. Somebody's car, Jeep, truck, whatever, in a parking lot, and the lights are on. Uh, overhead lights are on or something like that. And uh, you know they're going to come out and roll, 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 roll. And <laughs> that car is not going to start. 
Well, Phil, uh, we've got a runner-up prize for you. It's a great story. We're going to give you a $25 Amazon You Bought What gift certificate. So I hope you enjoy that uh, and, uh, and well, maybe go buy yourself a different switch. <laughs> <laughs> or, or hook that stuff up to the, uh, to the uh, power accessory so it's not on if the uh, Jeep isn't. <clears throat> Although I do like being able to turn the lights on without having to have the key in the, uh, in the vehicle. So anyway, let's get to it. Now, we're going to read the story and then announce the name. Uh, this was a, a story that uh, I think we all can identify with if you were driving back in your uh, high school days, back when you first started driving, not making much money, uh, certainly not making $15 an hour and minimum wage. Uh, but uh, I'm not going to go anywhere with that, Josh. Don't panic. Anyway, uh, back in 1999, I was a senior in high school and worked three to four days a week at a nice steakhouse. I was driving mm-hmm. a standard 81 Ford pickup that uh, was in bad need of a battery. For two weeks, I had to push start the pickup to go to school and work. And the nice steakhouse was uh, about five miles out, of, out in the country. And, uh, uh, and at, at home, I had, before I could afford a new battery, I, uh, I had to actually push start this thing. So then I had to drive at 52 miles to an auto zone just to get the battery that started leaking one month oh, later. Geez. Yeah. I'll never forget that when I got off work, I had to push start that old pickup on flat gravel road in front of people eating $26 T-bone steaks at 11 p.m. at night just to go home and do it all again the next day. I learned the value of a dollar and where to park on hills driving that money pit. (laughs) I bet. (laughs) Enjoy your podcast. Hope you enjoyed this little experience like I remember it. Well, we well, certainly uh, we certainly enjoyed it, and uh, we enjoyed it enough to uh, be able to uh, vote you in for the winner of the GB30 Genius Boost Jump Box. And, uh, you know, you probably won't be in that situation again. And, of course, with this little thing, this little doozy from NOCO, you're not going to be in, in it anytime soon. Now, you do have to remember to charge it. But once you do, the charge lasts for a year, and you can jump start a vehicle over 20 times or 20 different vehicles. The winner... This week's first, our first giveaway of the Genius Boost, the NOCO Genius Boost GB30. Dusty Lindun, you win the GB30. We're going to make sure that uh, we, we're going to have to get your contact information. NOCO is going to be shipping one of these out to you directly. Uh, it comes in a great box, all packed up with everything you need from a USB charging cable to the um, cigarette lighter dongle, which I don't have in front of me anymore, but basically <laughs> everything you could possibly need to not only charge and use this thing, uh, but also make sure that uh, it's going to stay lasted up and all well charged and well, give you the ability to jumpstart your own vehicle or help somebody else out in need. The NOCO Genius Boost GB30, our first giveaway, Dusty Lynn Dunn. Congratulations. Congratulations, Dusty, and thank you for being a, a, new, a newish member on XJTalk.com and taking the time to post that story. Now, what Josh alluded to earlier was is that if you posted a story at XJTalk.com slash NOCO and you didn't win this time because we just read the three winners, Dusty Lynn Dunn, Phil XJ4L and runner's wife. If you weren't one of the winners and you want to still have another chance to win one of these, uh, no code genius boost, uh, jump starters. What we need you to do is go to xjtalk.com slash no and give us another story. So what we're going to do is there'll be a post up there saying basically the same thing I'm telling you here and encouraging everybody to post, uh, their new story. And I'm sure you got more than one story. So go over there, post it. We'll do the same thing in two weeks, giving another one of these 
uh, $159, it varies in price, but $159 jobs that can get you out of uh, the the Kaka a lot quicker. I mean, you don't even have to have a battery uh, to start your vehicle. I wouldn't wouldn't say do that, but it can. So, yeah, there you go. Those don't go on your nipples, Josh. What? (laughs) (laughs) Well, at least clean it afterwards. Oh, okay. Well, you guys aren't going to get this one. This one's mine. I've already broken it in. <laughs> He's already broken in. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> thank you very much for uh, joining us on the uh, Amazon You Bought What segment. We just found out what you bought. Oh my god! I just can't believe that made it on the list. Josh, got- I can- I'm sorry, Josh. Yeah. I can't believe that we thought we weren't going to have enough for the show. Yeah, <laughs> it's no, always I, the I same thing. Thought- <laughs> Honestly, thought it was going to be a short show, and uh, I think we actually ended up going a little bit long. So. An hour fifteen. Guys, you've, got, you've got two weeks. You've got two weeks yes. to come with another creative story. Um, let's get wild. Let's get crazy. Let's use your imagination. Or if you've got a true story, we'll take that too. But head over to xjtalk.com/noco and uh, and go ahead and uh, and give us that story. Now we do have a Facebook account. We've got Twitter and stuff like that. We are only taking submissions through the site. So if you don't have a membership, it's 100% free. There's going to be no spam or anything like that. Sign up, give us your story, and you're going to be in the running for our next giveaway of another Genius Boost GB30 from NOCO. Yeah, it's a trap, guys. We want you to come over to the site, log in, get an account, and see how much fun and information you get at xjtalk.com. It is a mad plot to get you to be a member. So I'm not going to I'm not going to sugarcoat it. That's what we're trying to do. We're trying to bait you in to get you on the site so that you can have fun and disco like Josh is doing in the uh, the, the video on your screen now. But uh, anyway, yeah, just go over to xjtalk.com/noco, uh, sign up, then post your uh, dead battery story. And I'm thinking, and I'm not guaranteeing anything, but I'm thinking that if you can work in crotchless panties and bacon salt, you got a good story. Seamless transitions, folks. Don't just throw it in there now. No, but seriously, guys, uh, get your creative juices going and and uh, and help us out. And well, we're going to help you out with giving you uh, one of these Genius Boost uh, chargers here. Hey, guys, um, anybody can do an interview. Get on the show. If you got a Jeep store, you got a recent wheeling trip. Let's say you flopped your Jeep back in 1983. I want to hear about it. Go ahead and give us a call. Let us know about your story. I talked about Hidden Wounds XJ a little bit earlier. Guys, head over to their Facebook page or HiddenWoundsXJ.com and uh, and see what they're doing. They've got some stickers. They've got some shirts. Hopefully still there's some left, but you guys can support their cause. They're doing some great stuff uh, to raise awareness for post-traumatic uh, stress syndrome, uh, traumatic brain injury. Um, they're really doing some good stuff, guys. Want to help these guys out. Of course, we're on Facebook. We are on Twitter, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn.com, iTunes, YouTube. We are all over the interweb. You guys can uh, find us just about anywhere. Like the show, tell a friend, and of course, subscribe to our YouTube channel. And with the big GOP midterm wins, they're not going to get us off the <laughs> off here anytime soon. Yes! <laughs> you guys have a great Jeep week.